Hello and welcome to the Back Porch Podcast. We have now become affiliated with NPR and will now only talk like this throughout the entire show. Are we good, Sarah Koenig? <laughs> Coming up on the hour. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Back Porch Podcast. I'm Corey Dempsey. And I'm Andrew Bean. We are back after a couple week vacation. Corey, was... you're back from a couple week well, vacation. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was in North Carolina. I was not responding to any messages about anything it was time for it was time for the beach man yeah i was working the entire time i was it was great but yeah yeah i was on a beach i was in i was in no place to watch movies i the only movies i watched for like the whole week were nicholas sparks movies because they take place in the outer banks oh okay that one that's nice not great at least it's themed yeah it was themed it was uh it was a thing Anyway, we are here to talk about very different movies than Nicholas Sparks adaptations. We are here to talk about some monster movies from the 80s that kind of got a revival. And to join us in that discussion is our main man returning to the podcast, John Yost. How's it going, man? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. What did you do these past couple weeks, man? Oh, no. Um, what have I been doing this past couple weeks? Working. Why is the reaction? Oh no, that's well, no, because I can't that's remember. That's, that's, I, yeah, that is that's more concerning is I can't remember. No, I think mean, uh, mostly just working and watching some films and working on uh, the APBs, working on about three projects coming up and a feature. So we're kind of doing a lot of prep work and pre-production work for the next few films. So. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it'll be good. Nice. So actually, our own creature short and uh, some drama, and then my short. Uh, Get me up this fucking planet Quincy. That's the actual title of the film. And it's uh, it takes place in Victorian Mars, and there's urine waterboarding and and oboe playing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so we are going to talk about these two films. They are revivals of '80s franchises. They are probably going to include quite a bit of violence in them. And so we have a beer that is mildly themed with that idea. Beam, what are we drinking? Well, we're drinking a beer called strawberry fluff and it's from great notion i actually i guess the tie-in because of uh the name may not really i'm sorry like blood like strawberry yeah it it actually may look like it so i think what we're just going to need to do is just open it pour it and then we'll be the judge of whether it's it's good you know partially you know good movie blood I'm gonna laugh. It's if it's like clear, <laughs> like if it's like a. Like, I'd be concerned if it's a clear. Beer. Right, if it was right, clear. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. If you're, like you're giving me a beer called. IPA. <laughs> if you're giving me a beer called Strawberry Fluff and it pours clear. Clear. I think you're like. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be very concerned. Yeah. Crack right. that shit open. Let's see what happens. So I'm thinking this isn't the greatest tie-in we've ever had. The color no. does not really match with movie blood like we intended. No. Oh, my God. That or thought or thought maybe. Oh, uh, it's like a strawberry, frosted strawberry pretzel. Huh. I mean, well, at least it's a delicious beer. I, it I, is good. I haven't had a sip. Let's, let's try this out. Mm-hmm. There. You can, like, smell strawberry mm-hmm. real hard on it. Oh, that's, that's even better than a Beta, that strawberry beer that Beta does. All right. So strawberries are red. Right. That's as far cool. As we All right, have. we got it. I think we got it. <laughs> that is good. That it's is a delicious tasty. beer. At least we got that. that really nice. All right. So, <sighs> as we do with all of these twin film series, we are going to be joined by a special friend, Bruce Buffer Beam, with the announcement of these two movies. 
So here he is. I don't like that now it's like this sort of fictional character. It is. It's a different version of yourself. I guess so. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is the only event of the evening. Sanctioned by absolutely no one. Our three judges scoring the contest this evening are Corey Dempsey, Andrew Beam, and John Yost. There is no referee. And now, for those in attendance and the one or two people listening around the world, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Live, but not really because it's actually being recorded in Troy, New York. It's time! Five rounds for the best film where characters from two major 80s franchises do battle. Introducing first, a film about Freddy Krueger using Jason to become relevant again, Freddy vs. Jason! And their opponent, a film about Predator luring a bunch of humans down to an underground pyramid in an attempt to rouse aliens. Alien versus Predator! God, man, that was good. I'm like, I'm a little, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little wrong. I'm, I've seen you in a whole new way. I'm, I'm ready to get this thing. I mean, I can see why this is like, yeah, I feel like the blood's pumping now. Are you ready, bitch? Are you ready, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I'm scary Terry, bitch. So when we typically do these movies, they do come out in the same year, the same actual calendar year. But in this case, one came out in 2003, one came out in 2004, but they were within the same 12 month period. Freddy vs. Jason came out on August 15th, 2003, while Alien vs. Predator came out on... It was like May, August? Was it in the summer? August 13th, 2004. You know how I know that? I went, we just I went barely to opening day. I went to opening day. So you went to opening day in Maine. Which one? Alien vs. Predator? Yeah, I was we in Maine. just made it too. That's yeah. great. So that's actually where I want to start though with these is I want to talk about kind of these original franchises and our relationships to them. So, you know, what we have here is we have Friday the 13th, we have Nightmare on Elm Street, and you're taking these two franchises and you're pitting them against each other within the same universe. Similarly, you have the Alien franchise, you have the Predator franchise, you're putting them together in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Yos, I want to start with you. What's your relationship to these particular franchises in their original form? I mean, I would to say Aliens and Predator were the ones that I responded to the most and saw the most as a kid, as a, you know, as a younger gentleman. Um, and I had, up until these verses, had seen all of the, the films that had been out already. I have to admit, I just watched Freddy versus Jason two days ago. And I have to also admit that I didn't really see any of the Nightmare on Elm Street or the Friday the 13th until I was probably early 30s, which is because I was never really allowed to watch that kind of stuff um, earlier on because I think Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street started pretty early on, like 84. So I was only 84 four. was Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. and 1980 was the first Friday. The That's 13th. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew that there existed. Obviously, it was a grown adult. I, I had seen sections of it. I knew the stories. I knew the lore of the of the films. Um, I had seen actually I had seen the which one is it where he turns into a giant like python and starts eating her the Freddy. Uh, I think it's the third one. The third one, Dream Warriors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it matter? I does well. No, I don't think it quite matters. But what well, matters for timeline because I was six and my babysitter let me see that, and that like scarred me for a certain <laughs> period of of time. Uh, but so it's so I actually just have more 
in my world, I have more connection to the to the aliens and predator franchises than I did to the other ones. I think my parents let me watch those more because they were like sci-fi. You know, what I mean, they weren't like straight up horror, so I got to see more of those. Um, and then I, you know, when you're talking about this now, it's it looking back on it, it looks like these two versus movies actually rebooted all of the franchises again because looking back, they all were like. Like the last Alien movie was ninety seven, and I think the like like Last Nightmare or Elm Street one was like ninety four, and so for almost like a decade, no one was no Fox. I think it's Fox, right? Or New Line is New Line is Freddy Jason, and Fox is um, Aliens Predator. I think that they just use this their IPs just to be like, let's restart these things somehow. Um, it wasn't the best restart, but it did restart all of them to a degree. To a degree, so. because. You know, with Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, they did like a proper reboot in 2010 Mm -hmm. and neither of those worked. But with Alien and Predator, it definitely renewed interest because with Alien, you got Prometheus, you got Alien Covenant, Predator, you got The Predator and you got Predators. Um, Both, you know, varying degrees of success, I'd say, in terms of the film, but it definitely Mm -hmm. brought some more attention back to those franchises and right. you know people were more interested in them yeah i mean it's smart on their part because if they're just sitting there collecting dust might as well put them in a thing that gets people excited about them again i guess i don't like they again none of these movies are amazing but i'm definitely more of an alien versus predator guy for sure but that's just me they certainly made a lot of fucking money so they did. Oh, yeah. in terms of like financially these it made sense however aliens and predator combined have uh, brought in more money than all of the Freddy and Jason movies combined. Jason and Freddy movies combined about 1.1 billion overall. And the alien predator from Fox are almost like a 2 billion or something like that over the course of every single one of their films. So, and there's more of the Freddy and Jason. Ones. Right. There's yeah, like yeah. 20 of yeah, these yeah, movies. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So there's like, I mean, I got to believe it doesn't cost less. terribly yeah. a lot oh, to make. Everyone them. makes it. Everyone they make well, is like 3 million max. Budget. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing to look at too, because I'm, you know, you're looking at that, like, they spent less to make the slasher films, but they made less. But they spent way more. It's, you know, it takes a lot more to make an alien sh- spaceship and all that kind of stuff. But you you get more money. So I don't know. I think it, to be quite honest, with you, I think if you look at all the numbers and all, you know inflation, it probably is a wash in terms of uh, the you know the amount made. Um, but I mean, I, I think they're solid. They're solid franchises. I think I just I respond more to the alien and the predator type of thing because it's I like sci-fi more. Um, I'm more, I, I, for some reason in this, you can all laugh at me. I think it's more realistic (laughs) that there's some sort of alien or crazy thing out there. I don't really, I like, don't disagree with that. Like, I mean, if we're going to really, I mean, both of them are completely highly unrealistic, (laughs) but but like, if we're going to say like, which one of these are going to happen, some guy got some pedophile got burned alive and now haunts you in your dreams and can kill you. I mean, give me a break. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Come on. Not really. I mean, Fantasy. Fantasy. It was the guy that gets his mom killed, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And then. Fantasy. I will say, as a person who saw Nightmare on Elm Street as a kid, shit fucked me up. Oh, yeah. Dude. Like, yeah. I didn't want to fall asleep for like a week because I thought that was a very real thing. So, seeing it as an adult, absolutely. And like now, yeah, who yeah. gives a shit because yeah. I'm an adult? But when I was a kid, yeah, hot yeah. damn. Uh, Beam, what about you? So, I didn't. Alien, I, Predator, I'd seen, I think, like on TV and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I, I'd seen, I, I'd seen the movie, but I, I don't recall it as much. I think I almost remember more of the second Predator than I did the first. Um, Danny Glover. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That, is that was also movie. unrealistic. 
Well, I mean, like again, but anyways, yeah. uh, so that one I I, I kind of knew about more. Alien, again, like actually any of these movies, I just happen to be able to say them. My parents wouldn't ever let me see this sort of stuff anyways too. So I was kind of at a handicap. Mm. So like Friday, ter- uh, Friday the 13th or more actually more Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I watched those more as a kid. Mm. Um, but I think I always just knew as a kid, I just knew them as horror characters that they right. were just things to be afraid of yeah yeah but i was more horror. just interested in just kind of their appearance mm-hmm. uh per se as opposed to like maybe what they actually did in movies like i, I guess i didn't even like once i truly knew i didn't really care as much mm-hmm. about like what they did i mean jason i was more drawn to because i was a hockey fan so he was wearing like a hockey goalie mask shout out to bill freeberg uh but we'll get there. yeah we'll get there <laughs> um but uh yeah, so those, oh, yeah. not as much, but like Alien, I kind of, I, I, I never actually saw the movie until uh, I watched it with one of my ex-girlfriends like fairly recently. But I'd seen Prometheus, which is the weirdest part. Well, you so. saw Prometheus before you saw the original Alien? Before I like consciously saw the first one, if that makes sense, like actually watching it. I mean, it, it harkens back to a time which, you know, when horror films were actually about the horrors of humanity. Like, so alien, the alien doesn't give a shit. The alien gets on this, on the, you know, is doing what the alien does in life. It just re- reproduces and kills. It's like, it doesn't have a morality issue, but it, the company basically puts these space truckers, you know, bef- uh, they put money before the space truckers and that's about capitalism. And all. Like, so this, back when horror films kind of had like a point, and I don't know what the point is to Jason and or Friday the Third or the, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Only like don't the show tits, or, blood, like, yeah, and like, well, I can't remember I that. Like, I feel like that was a, that was a new era in the eighties. It was really just about the scare and not really about the message. I guess I don't know. Like it could be terrifying and have a not a message, but you know, well, it I mean? doesn't like, take. It takes it. like some creative yeah. thought, right? At least to like give these like some. I don't know, for Freddy Krueger, I think maybe a little bit more than Jason. Sure. But, like, it's not as complicated of a story building that you have to do with, like, say, Predator or Alien. Well, it's Mm. interesting. Slasher movies, if you take them within the context of, like, when they were very prominent in the 80s, it was kind of like the Reagan era, right? Everything was real buttoned up. And in these movies, who are the characters that are always getting killed? People having premarital sex, people drinking and doing drugs. Right. Black people. It was it was really a commentary yeah. on kind of society. <laughs> you're no, right, you're, you're right. right. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, like and yeah, if you're like a stoner or you're like promiscuous or like you're definitely there's a joke. The final girl the, and all all these tropes. Like the girl who shows her tits at the beginning is definitely going to die. Like and the one who's a virgin is going to live. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they play out in these movies yeah. too. And yeah. so like you know those slasher things, I think were a joke and almost a commentary on that '80s idea of button up culture. Mm. Um and when you get through a lot of them, like a lot of them are very funny. Like mm-hmm. I will say that, you know, the first nightmare on Elm street scared the shit out of me. The first two Friday the 13th did when I was a kid, but like the rest of them are just pure campy hilarity and oh, to G- various varying degrees of success. Jason X, Jason 10, the Jason in space, the, the, the there's Jason that? in space. I need to Jason see that. Jason takes Manhattan. Like yeah, yeah. they're just hysterical yeah, movies. They're, they're like the, with, with, I was telling you, it's, um, how did this get made podcast does an amazing takedown of Jason X. And it's just like, it is, do you watch it with it? You know, it's just the most ridiculous film ever. I think they like, there's like a definite, like filmmakers are all winking at you. Like this is fucking ridiculous. And it's like, okay, but yeah, there are movies where like Sarah asked, uh, my wife, for those who haven't listened to this podcast enough, um, she asked, she wanted to watch them and she was like, Oh, are they scary? I'm like, well, 
Not necessarily. They want to be scary or at least are labeled as horror films, but it's just a lot of violence and crude humor. I thought Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one was really, I wouldn't say innovative, but like just a simple thing when like Johnny Depp is pulled through the bed and then blood shoots up. They just shot the whole building, the whole room upside down, just Mm. shot blood down. Like, so at least visually, like, you know, creatively, it was interesting to watch them come up with like, even watching this Jason versus Friday, there's some times where they like, you know, it's just visually interesting to go into a scary nightmare. Like, so that's kind of fun. But um, and Jason's just like, just an idiot with a fucking machete. I don't know. I just, I got no love for him. All right. So let's get to these two actual movies here instead of the franchises at large. In 2003, Freddy versus Jason comes out directed by Ronnie Yu and starring a bunch of nobodies, quite frankly. And in 2004, we get Alien versus Predator directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson, nope. but a, another guy entirely. A close, like, <laughs> come on. He's he's the PTA of, like, his yeah, yeah. very small subsection oh, he of he did films. all the, uh, he was married to, what's her name? Uh, Mila Jovovich. He did all the Resident yeah, Evils. Yeah, just, not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. He did Mortal Kombat. The Dude, first one. So that's yeah. what I was about to say, is that I was, like, watching Alien vs. Predator, and I was like, the background looks a lot like, oh, my God, it's the guy that did Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. I didn't even have to look it up. I just yeah. knew. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So, so you know, excited. as we do with all these, we have created five rounds in which they will go against each other. And in this first round, we are going to talk about the just purely the talent involved. So that involves the directors, Ronnie Yu and Paul W.S. Anderson, yeah. as well as these cast of characters, which in both films is a lot of like really just random people that were just going to be like, oh, they were in that. That's cool. Um, so we're just going to do that. So let's start here. Paul W.S. Anderson. We mentioned how he's done all these kind of video game adaptations. He has a very distinct style. Whether it's one you like or not is a different question, but he's, he, well he's very distinct style. Yeah, he's well lit. And Ronnie Yu, who did a bunch of the Child's Play movies with Chucky. Did he really? He did. He oh, did a cool. couple of those. And then he did this one um, Kung Fu movie with uh, Jet Li called Fearless that I, I really, that. really like. That was a good one, actually. Um, so... You know, two directors that have some pedigree in their kind of distinct lane. What did you think about the directorial styles here? And which did you prefer, Mr. Yost? <laughs> styles? <laughs> Are you calling it a style? Well, I mean, whatever so that means. I thought, I thought <laughs> so the style, at least from Paul W.S. Anderson, is pretty distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah, they definitely look like the, the, the director's original moves I, I like i like these two directors because they know who they are they know that they are called up to come in and do something you know with studio property and just get it done and do you know they're efficient it seems they're they professional go. yeah i would say so i would not i wouldn't say they're you know they're right that meaty part of the curve they're not falling behind they're not going ahead they're just getting it done um that being said resident evil movies are fun that movie, his movie is fun. Ronnie, you, um, you know, I haven't seen a ton of them, but I don't know. He, I definitely felt like everyone involved knew what they were making. I didn't feel like there was any point where anyone was just like, guys, this is, you know, we're going to kill it in terms of like Oscar bait and all that. Like they were just like, dude, we're making, we're making monster movies. This is fun. So I appreciated all of that. What about you? No, I mean, I would agree with that. Like, I think with, I mean, and, and, and to say, like, it, it kind of made sense when you said Child's Play. Now, I didn't really, I've seen, like, you yeah. know, when it's on TV, you look at it a little bit, at least know kind of what that looked like. Also, very realistic film. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I am scared of dolls. Are you really? Yeah. For that very reason. Mainly Cabbage Patch Kids. really fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They're like, Raggedy Ann. Oh, God. Ooh. 
But like, I don't know, you could sort of see it just even in the lighting of it, which I think worked for something like Freddy versus Jason. But when it came to Alien versus Predator, from what I knew about Alien, and that's just from really the first movie and mm. um, like Prometheus, it kind of felt like it cheapened Alien just sort of a little bit. It Whereas like little, Predator, it yeah. felt like this was an okay setting. Yeah, the Aliens kind of felt just like an after, like there's, oh, we got to battle something. Like there wasn't a right. whole lot of, although, however, the queen is involved and, uh, and then the aliens let the queen out and like that was kind of fun. Um, I do like, uh, like you said, though, they, they did it for the fans and I think mm-hmm. in a very well, in a very good way and I think in a way that you know, I thought it told like a, a more interesting kind of story, sort of in that sense too. Um, and I know probably we're not going to talk about it too much here, but the Aliens versus Predator, uh, the second one, I thought was a much better. Uh, it was shot better. Like it was just a, it was just darker. It was grittier. It was like, which is kind of what I wanted from this. Yeah, this one was like a video game. But. No, and I would agree with that. Like you just kind of wanted to be a little more grimy. Yeah, is what right. I was that's, sort of looking for grimy. out of uh, out of Alien versus Predator. I mean, Freddy versus Jason. It's exactly what I thought it should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of doing that. But. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's ultimately where I stand with these two. Is like I feel like Alien versus Predator took itself pretty seriously, and in that way, it was good for the fans because mm-hmm. the fans want something serious. Now, mm-hmm. I think when you're kind of kowtowing to fans it gets you in trouble like you know rise of skywalker or star wars things like that where like you're compromising the vision to appease an audience i don't always love that it doesn't always like it's not always successful exactly and for me as not like a fanboy of these franchises like i love the first alien movie but i'm not following around like all the lore and the comic books and all the things that come with it like Mm. i i just like the movies and so when i watch it i'm like this is an extremely silly idea that's taking itself very very seriously right right (laughs) and so it it doesn't resonate with me nearly as much Mm. whereas freddy versus jason is absurd and knows it's absurd and does absurd things like you know, neither is a very good movie. Freddy versus Jason very much knows it's not a very good movie. And like mm-hmm. it, the the awareness of that, that you can feel that that resonates with me. I'm yeah. like, I'm on board with what's happening here. Right. I'm yeah. in on the joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, go get him there, Jason. And like Jason folds a kid in half in a bed. You're like, dude. All right. And that, right. And that scene alone, too. I was just like, I'm here for this. It's this is one of this the best sort of kills in the franchise, yeah. like up there with when he punches a boxer who squares up to him, his head just comes off. Like it's on that yeah. level of like the best kills in the franchise. And I was like, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. And that's what I'm here for when I'm watching a Freddy versus Jason movie. So because I like I was there, that's I, I preferred the tone and like what was being kind of transferred yeah. to me as the audience. And I was like, OK, I, I, right. I see your wink wink. And well, I, I like it. And a lot of the time, though, with science fiction, unfortunately, if it's not going to be in the territory of like a joke science fiction movie, it does have to take itself seriously to a point in order to. I guess suspend your disbelief. Like, so like, you know, this the slasher movie can be a little like campy, but the science fiction film and to me always has to be a little grounded. Like, well, yeah, it's a series, got science and things involved and like, and then things go off the, the rail. So I think that that's unfortunately the, I mean, I'm trying to think of any science fiction movie that doesn't try to always at least be serious about the setup so that whatever happens then is it kind of explained or kind of, grounded I, i'm trying no, to i don't think freddie J- freddie versus jason really cared about that that's for no, no, no no definitely no no definitely yeah sure. no i know and i know I in terms like absolutely right yeah and it's a good point and, and i think that just speaks to my own personal taste like mm-hmm. you know if i am watching a sci-fi movie that's going to be serious about the setup then i want a serious movie sure sure with this like 
90% of the horror movies that I watch are just silliness and mm-hmm. I'm into it. There's the 10% that's like elevated stuff. That's like really good and about something and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But like most of it's just schlock and it knows it is. So it's just like, schlock. I'm your lock. Schlock. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I have no, no idea. I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. Yeah. Like there's a jump scares or it's just, it's just here to scare the shit out of you. And it's supposed to be a little off the rail. I mean like, yeah, just the simple fact that like, the the guy comes out of his dream and his dad's just sitting there like ah, his his head falls off and just like <laughs> it's just like come on man this is a cartoon <laughs> so but that's that's what, what when you're in a f- movie entitled Freddy versus Jason yeah, yeah. like it is kind of a cartoon yeah, 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 yeah. so I'm I'm personally into that oh yeah no that's it that's what I'm expecting I'm expecting like Guar but in a film you know <laughs> so you know. Yes, you touched on this a little bit, and Beam, I'm going to start with you here. The next kind of comparison that I want to do in this first round with the talent involved is the two female leads. Okay. In Freddy vs. Jason, you have Monica Kina, who mm-hmm. plays Lori, and... <laughs> yes, she is very attractive. Um, and then in Alien vs. Predator, you have Sanaya Lathan, um, mm. who is actually like a very good actress, and when I watch her in this, I'm just left feeling bad because i'm like Michael, why, Roger, why are you here why are you here why are you in this movie i want better for Money. you she was in love and basketball and just an excellent Great. excellent movie she was in the best man which i love um so she's a very talented actress um i thought she grounded it pretty good no no she she does a good job in this movie it's just like when i see her in something like this i'm just like oh, oh she was in aliens versus god damn it <laughs> but beam, how did you feel about these two female lead performances I kind of agree with you when it comes to talking about. I just want to make sure when I when you're talking about Monica Kina, she knew what type of movie she was in, yeah, and she played it very very well. Yeah, actually, to the point where like I was looking at her, I'm like, I feel like I've seen you from somewhere, and like she just kind of had that sort of, you know, girl next door sort of feel, which I think is what you're trying to get sort of in these. Uh, she was really well and, huh. Yeah, exactly. I thought, I th- and I think she played it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're in a ridiculous film. All you got to do is just do a lot of screaming, mm-hmm. worrying about other people, maybe crying every now and again, and a lot of running. So I think she did a really good job. In that. Yeah, nailed it. Um, with uh, and I and I apologize. How do you how do you pronounce her name again? Sanaya Lathan. Sanaya Lathan. Um, with Sanaya, I like annihilation, which I like. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> with with Sanaya Lathan, I mean, like, yeah, I, I kind of like just sort of as we said, it's like. Oh man, what are you doing in this? And she was like doing with the best she could in that. She was like, she was really giving it her all. She was acting and she was trying to like be that presence in there. It paid off in the end, I think really at the end of the movie, which I know we're going to kind of talk about later, but like you kind of got to give it to Monica a little bit more. Uh, Is it, was that her name? Monica Keenan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Where with her just because she did really well in the role and it just kind of gelled very well with what was going on in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I mean, but you don't like this grounded stuff. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like annihilation killed it. (laughs) 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 Um, No, I, I, uh, she just, I don't know, she she was literally there to be in the most ridiculous movie ever about two aliens battling, and then she was she was the thing that kept it together, I thought. She kept it from going off the fucking rails. Actually, you know, you're right. To a degree. She, she, she actually pulled, like, a heavy load on this. Yeah. And I, she I, was the glue that held this ridiculous fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm changing what I said yeah. back. Yeah, because you know what? Monica didn't, there wasn't much Monica had to do. Yeah, she was putting in 110% on this. She was. My apologies, my apologies uh, Annihilation. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a nickname. And that, um, <laughs> what I do like, and if I can expand beyond into the other fr- parts of the franchises, is that I kind of dig the fact that 
not all in all predator movies there are some predator movies where uh there are very strong women characters that kick a lot of ass but definitely in the alien i mean sigourney weaver uh made her yeah. made her career yeah. being a badass motherfucker um, ripley is like one of the greatest yeah. female characters but, in any movie it's just it's fantastic yeah. amazing she's she's the best so i do have to give it to those franchises for always trying to find a strong female lead um again i'm not saying that the um, but what about in this particular one in the freddy versus jason or in those franchises I've, i don't know maybe i'm wrong you guys have seen more of it but it just always does feel like and again monica knew what she was she she knew she was being the not damsel in distress but she's you know oh my god help me she's the like, very like, attractive yeah. innocent yes like but the end she's like oh go to hell or whatever like you know that those lines they give him at the end like like her like, character yeah, arc is like yeah, yeah. she becomes kind of badass, badass in the yeah. end. that yeah. that, that yeah. moment of defiance yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. So uh, is it the same or is it, I mean, would. She's not doing anything different with this role. No, I know. But I mean, would would they ever, if would they ever make a Freddy and Jason movie where they had an Ellen Ripley in it? Where she just started out like, motherfucker, I will well, follow the, you to hell, Jason, rip your throat out. Like, you know, like The you know. original Nightmare on Elm Street with the, the Leslie character. Right, right. Very strong female lead. That's true, often that's talked true. about as like one of the best female representations in like the slasher genre Mm -hmm. and one where it wasn't just like here's this attractive (laughs) you know innocent woman like jamie lee curtis in halloween or Mm -hmm. like you know whatever i like jamie lee curtis now in the new halloweens so do i she's she's fucking yeah 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 so i like franchise different franchise bro sorry bro no but you know i we just ship let's ship gears and talk about (laughs) halloween now let's just talk about (laughs) halloween no i completely agree with you i think that sanaya lathan is doing the absolute best she can with the material that's put in yes. front of her. And ultimately she is giving a pretty badass performance and mm-hmm. she is the glue that holds this absolutely redonkulous premise together. Mm-hmm. And without her, it completely just falls apart. Yeah. I think you could put anyone in that Monica Keene no, role true. and it works because what you're there for is Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. You're there for Freddy and Jason with alien predator because they're not human because they don't speak. Yes. You need a human that's actually there that's going to keep it together and like allow you to kind of come into it, even if it is ridiculous. She's doing two roles. There's that scene where the, he like explains like the head can, but you know, he's like, here's here's acid, it does this, but on the head it doesn't. Hold this as a shield. And she's like, oh, you need she's this. translating she's like, for the yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So like, it's like she's doing two jobs. I don't know, like, or three jobs. Yeah, she's like, Carrying half her crew, yeah, completely agree. So you know, Sonia Lathan definitely wins this for me in terms of the, you know, face off between these two, and no, no shots at Monica Kina. She's doing the best she can in this movie, but the the boundaries of the role kind yeah. of box her in, and yeah. there's nothing she can do about that. Yeah. So you know, Sonia Lathan for me is that. The last one that I want to do in terms of the talent involved is there's this ridiculous kind of cast of supporting characters. Where they just show up and you're like, oh, I I think I recognize that person from right. someone, or for some from somewhere. So mm-hmm. in Freddy versus Jason, there's three that I want to point out. There's Kelly Rowland as Kaya. There's mm-hmm. Chris Marquette as Charlie Lindemann, the kind of uh, nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. And then, really, who I think is the MVP of this film is Kyle Labine as Bill Freeberg. Hey man, that guy in a hockey mask is really pissed off. <laughs> I don't know, Slower, man. man. As great. much as as much as I will say that Bill Freeberg is the MVP of it, Charlie Lindemann is. He goes from nerd to fuck all y'all in a matter of seconds. Wait, is he, is he the, really is he the cool. guy from uh, 
uh, Girl Next Door. He is in The Girl Next Door, oh, yeah. and he's also in Just Friends as Ryan Reynolds' little brother, yeah. who yeah. is like the, yeah. dude, the notebook's so gay. That guy. So there's that, and there's Kelly Rowland, who is uh, Kelly from Destiny's Child, which is uh, a great just little shout out. This podcast, I was like, you're right. I, I, <laughs> oh I, the whole time yeah. I'm watching, I'm like, I know this person's. How do I know this person? And then you told me, and it just blew my mind. And when I see her in this, I'm also just like, oh, why has your career gone from Destiny's Child to this? <laughs> I think, wasn't Destiny's Child still, like, happening, like, I in their so. heyday when she was I in this? I think this was, like, towards the end where Beyonce was starting to go solo. Because he's like, oh, I gotta find my other route. I, I think so. Saying, don't, and this was the route she took? That's wrong, so. This is the first choice. She needs a better I must, Yeah. <laughs> and then in... Uh, Alien versus Predator. You have a couple. The first guy is not someone that I know, but he kind of plays a key role. It's Raul Bova as Sebastian. It's kind of the uh, Latino gentleman who oh, accompanies Sanaya right, with a Pepsi, and yeah, yeah, he yeah. he's the one who's like explaining all the hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of exposition. He's very oh, he's there the for movie. yeah, sure, pur- to, purely exposition. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's Ewan Bremner who oh man always shows yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. and stuff. Love yeah, him, and then fun. there's Tommy Flanagan. Tommy Flanagan, Jibs. Tommy Flanagan. He's the guy with the big scar across his face. Oh yeah, from um, from um, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Chibs yeah. from Sons of Anarchy. He's also in uh, Smoking Aces, a movie that Smoking we love Aces. very much on this podcast. Yeah. So there's just all these like random people showing up, and you know when you think about these things, like which people were you more excited about when you saw them on screen, or mm-hmm. which people were you like, oh man, what are they from? Well, I mean, for me, it was definitely Spud. Yeah, for sure. You and Bremer, you know, like, he's fantastic. I mean, he's he, he's given no good shit to do in this movie. Zero like, good. Yeah, it's like they have this guy, and they're just like, oh, well, take pictures of my kids, take it home, <laughs> and then immediately he's like murdered. You're like, fuck, Jesus Christ! And like, then he's just slapped up yeah. against a wall yeah, yeah, with yeah. some alien mucus uh, shit. Sarah that watched is. that actual part with me, and she's like, oh, he's gonna get killed. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is that um, who's the who's the uh, Latino gentleman? Raul Bova, Raul Bova. Okay, so he is basically the same guy in Prometheus. That guy in Prometheus is the same guy. Like, like it's the archaeologist. It's like, oh, like stop using archaeologists. They're not fun to just They're explain not, shit. Yeah, 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 it's awful. It's like the worst. Also, the worst too, can we just say about this movie? The term experts just gets thrown around like <laughs> yeah. hotcakes. But like, what experts are we talking about? Yeah, oh, like, you know, the experts. The climbing expert Oof. that she is. You're like, really? Like, yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't No, but when they like refer to all these other things, like when, uh, what is it? Uh, when Charles Bishop Whalen is just like going on, it's like, well, this is what the experts told yeah. me. It's like, what experts? <laughs> Well, it's almost the same thing as for me. They get this like crack team. Like you people are shit. You better you terrible scientists. Your yeah, you are Y'all are not good scientists. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, I mean I'm in the same boat. I I prefer Freddie and Jason in this realm because I feel like each of those supporting characters actually has something to do. Mm-hmm. Like at the end, Kaya has this speech where she's kind of telling Freddie off. Yeah, yeah. about how his little butter knives are compensating for something yeah, 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 yeah. and you know charlie has the turn towards a badass and i just like seeing that guy in anything because yeah. he's from just friends which is just great and then <laughs> the the mvp of the movie is the fucking stoner dude and oh he's so just <laughs> every Accurate. time he shows up and says some shit like when he says dude that goalie is pissed about something <laughs> and i've never just heard someone refer to jason as a goalie, goalie before yeah. and i was like that is fucking brilliant that's amazing 
Dude, if you saw something like that, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I would be the same way. I'd be like, huh? Like, why is it? Because the lore, we all know the lore throughout, like, you know, again, 20 fucking movies. But, like, yeah, if I just saw some dude with a machete and a hockey mask, I'd be like, what the fuck's happening <laughs> what here, man? Like, hell? What does that look for? There's actually a story that I read in the IMDb trivia that the guy uh, who plays it, Ken Kersinger or something like that, mm-hmm. had to show up to do dental work, but he couldn't take up all the makeup. So he showed up with, like, the hockey mask on. <laughs> people are just like who the fuck is this guy at the dental office yeah right. Jason here for a crown I don't know if that's true but IMDB trivia you know take that as what you will <laughs> I, if I did that I would definitely have like a little thing like I walk through just, things, a, just a speaker little, on your yeah, side yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely. do you have a preference between these two I mean so I like got super excited when I saw Tommy Flanagan show up and then all he really did was get trapped in a room mm-hmm. and then that was it whereas like all fodder. What's up? You gotta fodder. You yeah, gotta, dude. Gotta, I was like, throw, I was, I was. This guy's feed a, the geese, man. You gotta throw shit at him. Like Chibs is a badass, and then they just <laughs> did him dirty. We're like, all right, he's not gonna really do much. He'll shoot his gun a few times. Looks like he's shooting at something, which none of these guys ever hit anything. They're just real bad at shooting, but they're tacticians oh, yeah. apparently. Yeah. So, anyways, it was a letdown seeing those guys. Whereas, like, the only guy tr- truly kind of thought I knew was uh, Chris Marquette, like uh, with Linderman, but like. Other than that, I mean, a little bit with Bill Freeberg. Was it Kyle? Kyle Labin? Kyle Labin. Something like that. Something. He's got a name. Uh, His name's Kyle. His name's Kyle. I thought I had seen him maybe somewhere before, but like they were the ones, those were the two characters I fucking loved. And so being with this first round, taking into account the supporting characters, the two leads, the directors, who do you think wins in this kind of talent involved category? That's tough. No, it's not. I think it is. I, I think, think it is, is tough. I think it is because the no brainer for John. Again, well, again, we, know. <laughs> we are aware. We knew this going in. That's why we invited you on for whatever reason. I think I got to give it to Freddie versus Jason just a little bit because I just think it was true to form in terms of what Freddie and Jason would be sort of in a film. Whereas with Alien versus Predator, I, I know I kind of mentioned it before, it felt like Predator should have been in that film. It just felt like it could have been a little bit grimier. Yeah. I just needed a little more out of that. So like, and the only reason why I'm focusing on those two, it's because the other rounds are basically sort of at a wash mm-hmm. and that's what it sort of comes down to for me with that. So when it comes to just sort of the execution on the film itself, um, like what you were accomplished, like what was going on there, I, I, I got to go with Freddy versus Jason here. Yes, we know where you're going, Alien versus Predator, but why mm-hmm. for you? Do we need to even Sum it need up. to know why? I think that's Wait, been... you, you, Are you talking about the talent the yeah. people involved in some of that? Yeah. I, I, just I, everything I, we've been talking about for yeah, the last, I, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, sorry, it's fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, like, I could go off in different directions. But, yeah, I think for me, it's just lead brought it home. Um, you know, everyone was there to do the job they're supposed to. And it, I, I like that it took itself a little seriously and was like, I'm going to do the fans justice. I'm going to make a lot of, uh, I'm just going to make this silly ass fucking comic book movie uh, slash, you know, franchise movie. So, I mean, I don't just like Freddy versus Jason. Actually, I thinking now hearing you guys talk when I watched it, I was like, actually, this is one of the better Freddy and or Jason movies I've ever seen. <laughs> That's hard to say. Like, like, I, I mean, some of the early ones are good, but like, I mean, like since, mid 80s like this is the best one they've made at least the most entertaining that they've made so i was like no i'm down with it so did i had a great time yeah didn't i didn't dislike it at all but i'm definitely yeah aliens versus predators just 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 my just my go-to yeah i'm going freddy versus jason but it's 10-9 because you know that's yeah in in both these cases it's 
you know, you said everyone's there to do a job and they're both there to do a job in both cases mm-hmm. and they do the job quite well. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of preference at a certain point. And yeah. since you're kind of a fan of the alien versus predator and the is. lore, yeah. Yeah. you know, you prefer that. Totally cool. I'm just kind of a fan of the silliness, winky, winky, nod, nod, like, hey, this is a slasher movie <laughs> in case you were. Nod, nod. Yeah, in case you were wondering, this is a fucking slasher movie and we're letting you know. And, yeah. I, and I like that. I like being in on the joke as a fan of these things. Like, neither is a very good movie. So when it's not a good movie, I just want it to be fun. Yeah, silly fun. and yeah. fun. And to me, Freddy versus Jason was more fun. Mm-hmm. I, I laughed more, which is often. I mean, I wasn't expecting to laugh much in Alien versus Predator, but well, so the laughs came. You were laughing with the movie, Jason, uh, and Freddy versus Jason. You were laughing at the movie. I was never Freddy laughing versus, at I was anything. Never laughing in at Alien versus, Alien versus Predator. Predator. So, like, I was just a little bit bored at certain points because I'm like, ah, this is so. It serious. was a lot of build up too. Yeah. I just like when the queen gets on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. It took a while to it get did. to that point. It took a hot second. And I also just like the... I think this, we're getting into other territory now, so I'll hold... I'll That's hold. fine. So I'll save it for the other categories. We're split after round one. Two judges have gone to Freddy vs. Jason. One has gone to Annalyn vs. Predator. So we're going to go into round two now. And in round two, what we're specifically going to explore is the setup of the two films. Because mm-hmm. they're actually very similar. In both films, one of the titular characters unleashes the other one upon humanity but then mm-hmm. they kind of lose control of that character and now the rest of the film is about kind of gaining that control back so in freddy versus jason freddy is using jason mm-hmm. and unleashes them on the people of springwood ohio mm-hmm. but then jason starts stealing kills from freddy so he gets pissed off and now they gotta sure. fight in alien versus predator predator uses the aliens as like the ultimate game to go hunt. Right. And they need humans to help breed these aliens to hunt, but then they kind of lose control. And mm-hmm. now the aliens are threatening to kind of overrun the predators. Right. And so this is kind of where the conflict comes up. So the two setups are actually very, very similar. You know, Yost, which one of these do you kind of prefer? Well, it's interesting because um, in the comics, in the dark horse comic series, that was always what the predators do. Predators have always used these d- different areas to breed aliens with sacri- sacrificial chambers <laughs> of, of, of people. What's this, place? What's this place? The sacrificial chamber. Yeah. So serious. Yeah, yeah, they were very serious about that. <laughs> Maybe that. Well, I think he was like, I think he was scared. Maybe that's where I was laughing yeah, at yeah, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? You didn't see that coming? Anyways, um, so... I mean, Freddy versus Jason makes sense. Like, like as soon as he started talking in the very beginning, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna let Jason go and get them all scared again, um, and then feed off and that feed off fear, that fear yeah. and keep it moving." I, I get, I, I get the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> it's very realistic. Because um, <laughs> the Predator yeah, yeah, alien yeah, yeah, situation yeah, yeah, yeah. is super realistic. Super realistic. <laughs> totally, totally. But the only thing is not realistic is like where the Predators did they they didn't bring any humans with them. Like the the, the pyramid is now under the Antarctic ice like they didn't bring any like they didn't bring any like humans or they're relying on this people yeah. heat signature which is very thin to me right because if they what if they didn't notice it or what <laughs> what if no one gave a shit because they did a little quick or like, oh, that's weird. and it was like clearly <laughs> huh, like, it's hot there they've done this in different places and a long time ago like like 2000 years ago it's like more like 2 million years ago 
there was no ice here, or, you know, even two, you know, two hundred million years ago. Whatever. So what you're saying is that like their facts weren't that straight. <laughs> it was weird, right? Like it was, it was, it, it, <laughs> it was the, the documentary Aliens versus Predator had some problems. With. What are we talking about? <laughs> which yes, which like, one of these do oh you boy. prefer? Because it sounds kind of like you're leaning Freddy versus Jason. I do a little bit when it comes to that, for sure. I mean, again, I am just a huge fan of Aliens vs. Predator because I'm a fan of the comics and a fan of the franchises. And this was pure just, here's the, the movie you wanted to see. And I'm like, I did. I wanted to see that movie. But yeah, there was so many fucking, there's so many holes you could just drive a truck through. Them. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I will definitely give you that for sure. Um, at least with Aliens with uh, Freddy vs. Jason, like, yeah, at least like their exposition, you know, it, 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 uh, it closed a lot of holes, actually. Like they tried to be and then they just let the carnage happen. So like the, like the exposition was like, it's the movie you thought. Here's what's actually going to happen. That makes all sense. Now go have fun. Like that kind of yeah, it's a very basic setup and it works within the lore of these characters because Freddie feeds on fear. Yeah. Who's more scary than Jason? Not many people. So use him to generate fear. I, I get know. It. I know a guy. So like, you know. I got a guy. I got a fear guy. Well, the premise is absurd. <laughs> like it does make sense within the context of these movies. Of the lore. Yeah. yeah. See, again, at the end of the day, all these things, all these franchises set up their own reality universe, yeah. and universe and, and uh, lore. And when you describe, actually, when you're not even an alien, when you describe it to anyone like my wife who hasn't seen any of these movies and she's just like. You're watching what? Like she's like, huh? Well, you know, you don't get like, you know, yeah. It's kind of like when I see fair reaction. Like, well, actually, he likes to throw boomerangs because he's the boomerang guy. And I'm just like, like when you explain to anyone, it sounds it sounds ridiculous. And well, it is ridiculous. Yeah. It was kind of funny to say to my wife, like she's like, oh, what are the two movies you do in this week? Oh, Alien versus Predator and Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. What do you What do you say to that? And then like, she, she, she just pinched the bridge of her nose and like I'm married and I'm having a kid. I'm having a kid. Oh my god. What? I do in my life. No, I'm a big fan of aliens. Obviously, aliens versus predators, my my jam. But I would have to give, in the reality check of the lore and the mythos surrounding it, it, Freddy versus Jason killed it on that one for me personally. No, I completely agree. I think Freddy versus Jason is better. And for me, the only knock against Freddy versus Jason is like throughout all of these movies, Freddy is actually portrayed as a pretty smart guy, at least within the dream domain. Like he's presented as this master of the dream domain. And I got to think, which is hell, he right? would have in hell with Jason, right? That's why he he Jason is up. there then. Okay. Um, previously, he's just kind of the master of the dream domain. He's trying to kind of bring himself back from hell to become the master, but he's too weak because mm-hmm. he hasn't been feared because this town has kind of buried him and right. redacted everything. It's like Monsters Jason. Inc. where you need like enough screams in exactly. order to power the rest of the town. Yeah, Mike God, and dude. Sully need some screams to yeah. just power, the, power yeah. the thing. And so, but I got to think that Freddie would have foreseen Jason going off the rails. The fact that he didn't kind of have a plan for when Jason inevitably stops listening to you right. because he's Jason fucking Voorhees, like you didn't plan for that. You're surprised when he stole a kill from yeah, you. Yeah, I was like that was, was that was yeah. the only like minor problem. Well, the thing was that he roused him, right? So yeah. this he was dead. Yes, and he kind of woke him up and brought Which, him back okay. from the dead. It was the last and, and I kind of wish this was Jason, Jason goes, goes to, to hell, hell. Yeah. right? So. Okay, so that part at least follows like a previous storyline, ish. Right? Yeah, ish. As just much as there ish. are storylines, we all are thinking like, what was I no, supposed uh, to know? What the fuck was so happening? In this I think that's what the more the directorial yeah, choice. Yeah. So we should have probably knocked that a little bit. Um, but 
I get the flimsiness of Alien versus Predator, but I kind of liked it more, oddly enough. And I think it's really just because. And listen, this is where it comes down to preference, I guess. I love the fact that this movie turned into a buddy cop movie. <laughs> I love the fact that Predator and Alexa teamed up oh, yeah. to fight Alien yeah. and like they had a scene where they're running together like ah. Oh. Because the Predators are not fucking idiots like Jason Voorhees. They have like a code. They like don't kill you if you don't have a gun. They're just And then when they just appeared they're not, and they're just they're around just mindless her. killers. They yeah. actually hunt you and if you don't have any threat to them or you're going to help them. Or you've proven like, yourself you, or you to prove them. Yourself, then they'll, they'll hang with you man like the aliens are killing machines. And I got so amped when they teamed up and when she like when he put the alien head as the shield and then the what was it the tentacle as the sphere so like All right, let's do this. I was right. I was like let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. where it's like you know Freddy versus Jason I'm like okay so we're gonna fight I guess yep. like exactly why didn't Freddy foresee th- why did you think that <laughs> The guy who we've never seen take even a nap, like not even just has like take a like a, a wink of sleep that you think that you're going to be able to control this guy. The only way you're able, the reason why you're able to wake him up is because he was dead. Mm-hmm. You're able to get in his head then. What do you do now? Yeah, because he's never going to take a rest. Unless he's never going to put his boots up, put a lot of tranquilizers, in which it? is was where Bill Freeberg <laughs> is the MVP of this movie and comes in because somehow because it wasn't that another Freddy fuck up. Didn't Freddy like take him over too, and decided to then get him with the tranquilizers and then get in Jason's head. But then they just flipped the script on him and use it against him, I guess. So, you yeah. know, he I'm just saying he didn't he didn't think a lot of these things out. And right. I do agree with you that the way in which there's an actual alliance between the lead character and one of the titular monsters, Sanaya Lathan and the Predator. That's great. I love how they actually team up and have a significant alliance together. There's kind of like an alliance in the way that like, you know, Monica Kina character is like laying next to Jason and they're like in the dream together, but not really. It's like, there's no controlling Jason Voorhees. No, she's trying to, she's trying to like rescue him as a kid, but he's just like, I don't fucking care. I have one mission and it is to kill anything in my path. Right. She starts to get like sympathy for the Jason character. And it's like, dude, do you know, like. No, you can't. He's not, not that 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 kid is not there anymore. No. Jason is just a pure Long demon, gone. right? Uh, Long just, gone. just berserker demon. He doesn't really care about anyone. Why does Freddy say "fucking bitch" all the time? It was a thing that they established in some of the later movies where, like, they weren't as good. Mm-hmm. So they gave him these one-liners in an attempt to be funny because oh. they weren't scary or fun anymore, and it didn't really work. Well, I can think of Scary Terry from Rick and Morty. <laughs> hey, yo, bitch! You're just like, and they joke like every word out of the Scary Terry character is bitch. And then I just saw it here, and I like I couldn't stop laughing. And we're like, hey, I guess it worked. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, dude! Like I get kind of like he's a misogynist piece of shit. Like he's a talk. Like he clearly like raped and he's killed a child molester ch- children. Like <laughs> like I get that, but like. I don't know. It's just, it's just they didn't so focus on that on. as much in this one. They did not. They did not. No, it was very brief. Yeah. They not didn't even... focus on it at all in the first one. Like, yeah. You didn't know anything. He was just like this dream demon. and Yeah. You know, Which I would prefer. I don't need a backstory at that stage. But I that's know, getting... But once, that's neither here nor Once there. you get into those later films, it's like, what are we going to explore now? I guess we got to do the backstory. Yes, he's a pedophile. <laughs> there isn't... The, the, the barrier between these two are pretty thin here in terms of yeah. which one's better. So... Um, <laughs> the setups are both pretty thin. Yeah. So I just... You know, the fact that they oh, team up at the end and I just got that sense of like, let's go. That's right. I'm ready for more movie. There you go. That's where I'm in. Yep. All right. So in round two, we have a slight edge to Freddy versus Jason. Both Yost and I are going 10-9 to Freddy versus Jason. Theme is going 10-9 to Alien versus Predator. What about Alien versus Predator? What are you talking about? 
then you flipped it at the last moment because yeah, you, you went yeah. Freddy versus Jason. You just did there. Did I really? Yeah, you did. You said the setup. There were too many holes in Alien versus Predator. You know, you're right. I didn't deny. You got to make a final decision here. All right, I'll go Freddy versus Jason. Then. All right. Yep, yep. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I said it. I said it in a minute. Yep. So it's two rounds up. It's a slight edge. We've kind of split both rounds. Let's go to round three. In both movies, one of our titular villains has a killing spree that takes place outdoors. In Alien vs. Predator, the Predator kills all of the kind of infantry that is outside the pyramid while they're exploring the pyramid and Mm -hmm. discovering the aliens. And the Predator just kind of wipes them out real quick. Real quick, yeah. In Freddy vs. Jason, Jason goes on a killing spree at a high school kegger that is also kind of acting as a memorial for the first guy that Jason killed. I know, right? Like, <laughs> and then he just shows back up and like, kills everyone yeah, else. It's like being a drunk driver and showing up to that funeral and just plowing through at least seven family members <laughs> while drunk and killing them all. It's kind of, I it's mean, fucked yeah, up. it's yeah. fucking crazy, man. It's like crazy. you're showing up to a memorial for a guy yeah. that Jason killed. And then Jason is just like, oh, there's a lot of teenage mm-hmm. use of illicit drugs. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of teenage sex happening. Mm-hmm. This is my... This is my Nancy Reagan my, sent me my herself. <laughs> I'm just here to fuck just shit say up. No, you fucking. So anyway, both titular monsters, Jason Predator, they go on killing sprees in an outdoor environment. Mm-hmm. Beam, which one of these do you prefer? It's Freddy versus Jason. Because he's on fire. He's <laughs> he is on fire. He's on so fire. sick. And when he's going through the cornfield and, and it's the corn on fire behind fire? him. Because oh, yeah. that's all I was thinking. I was like, Just wait a minute, hold on. He's got to be lighting that entire thing on fire right now, isn't he? And, and then, then they it show it. And I'm like, yes, shot. He is. yes, There's a trail of fire. And then he's just killing everyone. Everyone. Like, especially too when he kills like the guys getting high during that part of it. Like, that's great. Guys start talking shit and like, what are you doing, chicken fucker? And then he just slices the head off and it's like whoa what did that one dude call him i forgot what it was i don't remember either. it was a ridiculous line where i because like i saw it because i was going through the quotes because i'm like trying to find the quotes i want to find that right now though it was some kind of redneck joke yeah directed at jason which i'm not sure how that computes but i don't know i can't find I it but that, either way i like, saw that gentleman in a cornfield <laughs> I would not no, talk shit no, to him. I would be running in the other direction. <laughs> like right? this ain't fucking Halloween seven or something like that. Guy with a, you know, a dude. No, no, seven no. foot guy, hockey mask, machete oh, yeah. is on fire. Check out, yeah. check out this fucking guy. Well, hey Jethro, like I was like, ah, That's all right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jethro. Something about Jethro tell the band. Yeah, yeah, but either way, just the 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 visual of him coming through that cornfield because like. Yeah. With Alien versus Predator, it was like Which here and there. When aliens, like when, like when all the aliens come outside, they're like, ah, and he's just like kill you, like that kind of thing. No, so end. it's when all the the like, team is like waiting up is yeah inside the pyramid, and they're mm-hmm. kind of exploring. They're learning a little bit about it, but then right. there's the team that's posted outside of the pyramid, right? And that's when Predator first shows up, like up up on the surface, yes, up on the surface. There is that one cool shot where they're like. Cause it's windy and something they can't see it, and you see the spaceship go over top, and you can't you can't hear the spaceship, but they're like they can't see it. That's kind of a cool shot. But yeah, I'm I mean I'm definitely gonna go if you're if you're comparing those two scenes, fucking Jason, right. the fucking he's literally just walking 
on fire through a cornfield, just lighting it behind him. Was like, also, like, too. He, oh, is he going to walk through and just light everything on fire behind him? I'm like, yes, he is. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, where the guy's like trying to tell him, like, and you weren't invited. And then he just twists his head all yeah, the way yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And then I That's really great. love when he stabs the keg of beer to put himself out when yeah. he's on fire. He's just like, oh, I'll just douse myself in beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, it's great. His critical thinking skills are pretty really, impressive really for wherever he's at. I don't know. And I mean, this is where we get the two you know lines from our stoner fave mm-hmm. you get the this goalie is pissed about something <laughs> which is just awesome yeah. and then there's this other line where he's it's, it's in that same conversation where they're kind of debriefing about okay. what just happened and he says this oh they in the, the library or something like that they're in someone's basement oh basement that's right yeah yeah and then the cop shows up and is mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm here yeah, to help I'm here you. to help you guys. Yeah, yeah. But right before that, he says, man, screw that clown. I mean, what kind of pussy comes after you in your dreams anyway? Now, that big ass motherfucker back at the cornfield. All right. That's who we should be afraid of. Tell me who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that that scene is really epic. And, you know, the Alien versus Predator one is cool. I really like how they don't show it. Mm-hmm. They don't show the Predator. And obviously that's because of the part of the Predator's thing is like they go invisible right. and like, you know, but it makes for a very effective, like, you know, you don't see the killer. And right. they do that a lot in like the early slasher movies actually where you just see like Jason's hand right? and you don't actually see him. So, you know, there's a little bit of that with the Alien vs. Predator that I, that I really do like. Hmm. But when I see Jason walking through a cornfield on fire, right. like exactly what i'm here for in a movie called freddy versus jason yeah, you're here for berserker jason just to not give a fuck like he, like literally he was he's just gonna keep doing this even the fucking national guard showed up and just keep walking at them like yeah. he can't die yeah he, he can't. cannot die yeah what is the reason for that again oh. there's never really a reason given okay so. That's and jason x the one where they go to space, which actually comes out before freddy versus jason they attempt to explain it like he has some kind of genes that just allow him to regenerate tissue and looks like he's Deadpool. Uh, and then the military wants to like study him so they don't kill him. And that's how he gets free and ends up on a spaceship, blah, blah, blah. Real thin plots. It's like three, year 3000 or something like that, right? Like 2455. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's fucking stupid. But anyway, you know, not clear why he can't die <laughs> yeah, that's, that's is where it comes down to. So Freddy versus Jason wins round three. Are we going 10, nine, 10, eight here? What's your score? Yeah, I, I, if you're if you're comparing those two scenes, yeah, I gotta go, Jason for sure. I mean, it's just such a great, fun scene. The other one's interesting and like, but it's 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 canon. It's like the predator is has disappeared, or the predator you can't see him, and it's it's that tension of like you know the whole thing, like um, which is great. But I mean, if we're talking just having a good time, fuck yeah, dude. That that was like I was, you know. Is he gonna walk? Oh yeah, he's doing. Is he gonna? Is he gonna put himself out with? Yes, he is. Okay, great. All the things I want to happen are happening right now. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. I can't give it ten eight because you know Predator is doing its job. It's not a bad scene. Predator's not doing anything. No, wrong. no. It's, it's just like it's this solid. scene is so fucking great. Again, it's like that thing where it's it's winking at itself. It's like, yeah. dude, we know what we came here to do. We came here, you know, I came here to drink beer and and and. and <laughs> run through a cornfield on fire and we're almost out of beer you know like you know like, so like, <laughs> it's so good no no i have to give it to him for sure it's 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 one of the better scenes of the film to be quite honest with you. agreed i yeah, think it's yeah, i think yeah. it's the best scene yeah personally. oh it's by far the best scene 
There's no, yeah, I would have just stayed in that cornfield. I would have, like, if it was, like, an hour... The whole thing should take place at that keg party. If it was an hour and a half of him just slaughtering people while on fire, I mean, maybe I would have gotten, like, a little tired of it, but, like, then after, like, 15 minutes, I'd be right back in it. So it's just, you know... I do love the fact that you're right, like, if you think about it, it's like, like, oh, he's he's here at the memorial party for getting killed already? It's like, oh, that's... It's a whole other layer of just ickiness. You're like, oh, Jesus... Like, Jason, can you give him a fucking break? Like, just like they're here mourning their friend. Dude, I know you don't sleep or <laughs> like take a up. break. Yeah, like what is he doing in his off time? Is there off time? There's no off time. Who knows? What do you think Jason's like? He's mostly dead in his off time because he gets killed at the end of every movie and then brought back in yeah. some way. I honestly think that with Jason, that if we were to do another movie, I'd just be like, what's he doing when he's get, getting somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is the journey what, like what for him? What is Jason hanging out like? Well, I don't know if it's like even hanging out. Like, if he's just like walking alongside of the road to like whatever destination he's trying to get to, well, what does he come across? Well, he clearly knows where to go for this keg. Like, he's he's like, <laughs> yeah. unless he's like somehow, and I don't know this, teleporting or something. We don't know this, right? Like, he's not like a Not as demon. far as we know, no. no okay. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> he mean, could be. I mean, I don't know. There's no rules in any of these we franchises. Should just, I, we should make a quick short film, just like what he does in between kills. Like, yeah, I'm into it. Like, if someone stops and asks for directions, is, yeah, does he he's help? Like, he's like, well, actually, you want to go to the I-9? You're going to take a left over there. He's like, where he goes, oh, I'm heading to a, uh, heading to a barbecue to kill a bunch of teenagers. But uh, you have yeah, a good bunch time. of teenagers doing under underage drinking. Gotta you're kill not them. doing any underage drinking, are you? Or uh, No? Right, okay, you're promiscuous. Safe. So you're good. All right, well, uh, have a good day. Mike. This is actually a short film that I've always wanted to make. You know, like action movies. You mm-hmm. know, you got something like Die Hard, where John McClane is this normal everyday guy. Mm-hmm. And then he goes through this traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. I just want oh. the PTSD next day. The next day, you're like, holy shit. Do you remember like, like almost falling every, off a fucking giant? Exactly. Every like, time they just yeah. go into another one where it's like, here's this normal guy in another situation. Yeah. It's like, can we deal with the emotional fallout yeah, of yeah, this yeah. situation, please? Well, like, it, well, it's a dress for like a hot second. It's like, oh, yeah, that bitch wife of mine left me because I was a I'm always hung over <laughs> because I got I got a drink to deal with this. Yeah, 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 it's just like, like can, oh, I want it. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. No one will ever make it, but I want it. Yeah, like John McClane is slowly might. killing himself in between each and every one of these installments. Yeah, yeah it's not going well for him. <laughs> I right, think you need to, to make it. Four I think you need to make it is what is what it is. John, help me out. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go to round four. No, here. they're out of short films. I don't know if you heard at the beginning of We're this. We're done with that now. <laughs> All right, let's do my own thing. So anyway, I'll help you. let's go to round four. In round four, this was a beam suggestion. It was a very good one. Both of these films are, you know, action-packed, silly films in which you're pitting two monsters against each other. But Freddy versus Jason is R-rated, and it is a hard R-rating. Yeah, lots of tits in that one. Lots of boobs, lots of gore. I don't know if that's what I was going to be referring to with that. <laughs> but yes, there are tits. Bring me back in 2003, that, that, yeah, any, any titties were definitely giving you the R. The hard R. The hard R. I mean, well, anyway. Yar. <laughs> There's airplane, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm feeling you. Alien versus Predator is PG-13. Mm-hmm. And, you know, despite all the the wetness and the stickiness, none of it's blood, none which it. is interesting. No, it's a lot the of wet so and sticky. <laughs> the wet and the sticky. It's, and the, it's the fucking wettest it's movie. It's a lot of rubber seen, And not in a good way. No. Like, not in a hot way. No, not no. like this is a point. No. no. So anyway, like, just, you know, Beam, how do you feel about these two movies and one you get to see all the stuff whereas one it's it's a little bit more understated i mean like with freddy versus jason there's some like really cool kills and stuff like that that you do get to see 
But when they finally do get to the alien versus predator parts, like when he's killing all the guys outside and like the rest of the team, really any of the human violence, it's pretty tame. I didn't really care, you know, but the alien versus predator fights, those, that whole part is great because then you do get the gore without really having the gore. But it's not, it's not human gore. Right. Because like, it's not human stuff. You can get by with the PG. Yeah, yeah, and while right. it is tame, you know, sort of when it's against, you know, as a human, I shouldn't say I don't care. Those parts were actually still pretty cool too. The because action is shot very well. It's shot mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's it's done very oh, like well. Cut the, uh, he cuts the alien's tail off, and then the alien's flicking yeah. like acid. And, like no, there's some good there's some good set pieces action wise, but it definitely the I think flicking it, of the acid part yeah. is actually really dope. But I, I like think that. That the the PG thirteen part was because the gore was PG thirteen gore. It was. Yeah. There's there's not. I mean, like, again, Freddy versus Jason, he folds a kid in half, and then the girl, like, <laughs> sh- like in that one scene, he folds a, a kid, he, like, he's, like, stabbing the kid almost, like, uh, from Zodiac, uh, that movie Zodiac in the park, where he's just, like, yeah. it's, yeah. like, brutal as fuck. And, and then, then he the folds blood is half. coming through yeah. the bed. And she's got her tits out, too, as well, so there you go. Our, she's like, in goes, the shower. Yeah, and then the whole thing, and she walks out. I feel like you just want to talk about tits. Well, I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's a thing that you, if you put too many titties and things, that like have to, you have to go to. At least you used to, I think. And it's so, like, still a thing. Still, it probably still is a thing, I guess. I don't know. Nudity like, gets you an R. Was yeah. Gone Girl R? Yes. Because he, he, well, because Affleck hung dong, so I don't know. Anyways, it was R. Yeah. Because of other Marty stuff. Stinson gets his fucking. He's on slip top or of open. someone. Oh, and that's like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. There was other stuff. Anyways, but <laughs> anyways, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it was comic book violence in Aliens vs Predator. I think it was like there's this the shot where the one guy gets the the, the net because apparently Predator nets are not things you want to be caught in because they like just turn you into like like yeah, that tracks. Of meat. No, I'm really gonna get the thing. And yeah, like, that tracks. I don't want it. Like I don't want anything to do with Predator yeah, nets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, I'm, cool. Be, I'm cool without Predator nets. Like that actually gave me generally some life weird goals. feelings. Stay yeah, out of Predator nets. But they only show just a little bit of like blood coming down his eye. But when they do it to the alien, it like and it like brings the like slashes in. That's when it's like oh, they show it a lot of it, but it's alien blood. Like so, there's so I guess you know, I mean, maybe the ACLU should be called. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's equal opportunity, like it's Peta. Is it Peta? Oh, yeah, because they're animals, I guess. Right? Are they? I, I don't know. know. I don't are, know. are they insects? I think aliens insects, are their own thing. Yeah. Are they insects? I don't know. Xenomorphs are insects? All I know is that Predator is fucking adorable, but I know that's not what we're talking about. Oh, Come on, when he takes off his mask, it's like a little... <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, not adorable, baby. Kind of freaky. But anyways, I don't yeah. know. Like In terms of the violence, though, like in terms of what was like well, more effective, did I need the gore that, that you had in Freddy versus Jason? Like There were some good kills. But the rest of it, I felt like, just relied on the crazy amount of blood. Yeah. Whereas I think with Alien vs. Predator, I really liked all of the violence that was going on. And I didn't really notice that it wasn't super gory and not a lot of blood. I didn't either. You know, actually, when you told me that it was PG-13, I was kind of surprised. But then when I thought about it, I was like, oh, you're right. You know, at least when they're killing humans, there's... They're they're not really showing it. It just happens. Yeah, Yeah, it just happens. And, And, John, this goes to something that was your point before is like... In these movies, the humans don't really matter. They don't. No. They're just vehicles to get yeah. these monsters together, which, you know, is what the title of the film is and ultimately what we're looking for but here. Who's, who's going to watch a movie called Aliens vs. Person with Humans in it? Yeah. 
where, exactly. where there's two I, alien I races will. that don't speak. I absolutely will. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't need dialogue. <laughs> there's no exposition that's terribly needed. Like, have fucking Morgan Freeman narrate it as to how this whole thing came together and let me just watch the and battle. The predator. <laughs> and the Predator showed up. Um, Get David actually, Attenborough. Yeah, be, yeah. What a guy. It actually might be a very interesting movie if it was like subtitled Predator subtitles. And it was a whole movie sure. about predators going away to, you know, this summer camp. This predator <laughs> culture. It's like Avatar. Well, I think it's like it's like. Wait, hold on. Are you gonna put yeah, are yeah. you gonna put Predator and Alien in the plot line of Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm telling you. Let's put Predator go. in a slasher movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like so it's yeah, I mean they're not obviously we can't but that's how we get to like I can't try to find out words for this. I can't sympathize with killers i can't sympathize with aliens that don't speak english but i can sympathize with humans because well, it's just because you're ignorant like, I'm, you're ignorant i'm just ignorant <laughs> it's just like so so, it, so that's that's the connect you otherwise like people are like what am i watching like so if it was yeah but yeah you no, totally they are there to they're there as plot pieces that you know uh, uh points for the plot to turn uh, like reasons for the 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 monsters to do what they're doing uh, yeah it's just it's unfortunate actually I, I would like to see a movie one of these movies actually well, i guess some of the newer ones do the one that i'm just arguing like, it doesn't have to be that way i'm I kind of with you on that one. i don't know but that's what that's what this movie these movies are about sure yeah i mean in terms of the violence i definitely lean alien versus predator in this specific realm because i like that it's not over the top and i like that that was kind of a surprise you know, in Freddy versus Jason, it's, you know, ridiculously bloody and gory. And really only one of those times is it worth it. And it is that bedroom. Yeah, kill. I, I was trying to think of like all the that, other ones. That was one where it was worth it. Where like, you know, that was badass. That was cool. That's what I show up for in a, you know, in a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. The rest of the kills and the bloody stuff was just like, meh. Don't really care. Look at this dead in the porch was just like, yeah, I, that, like, that was. But I was expecting that. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Like as soon as he like woke up, he's like, "Dad," I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah, <laughs> it's not your dad anymore. Your dad, bud. <laughs> he is headless, and yeah. so you know, it doesn't really. Nothing with the the violence resonates with me, and so I'm always of the opinion that like if you don't need it, don't do it. Sure. And if it only pays off once, then I'm gonna lean Alien versus Predator with this one. Hmm. Yeah, I am yeah. too. Oh wow. So, through four rounds, we have a pretty close matchup. Beam, you have this at two to two. I do. Yost, you have it at two to two. Mm-hmm. I am currently the tiebreaker. I have it three to one towards Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. So, going into this last round, we could see Alien versus Predator bring this out. And this is this is a pretty big deal because this last round is the climactic battle mm. between the two titular monsters. It's literally the reason why we're here for these movies. It's mm-hmm. called Alien vs. Predator. It's called Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-hmm. What we're here for is that final battle where the two monsters show off. Mm-hmm. Show off? No. Well, yeah. Face off. Face off? Face off is better. What? They show off too. Take my face <laughs> off. Nicholas Cage, what a guy. Anyway, so... When we think about these, mm. the final battle sequences between our monsters, which one does it better, Bean? Well, fuck you. You're going right to me on this. All right. If you want, I can take it over for you. No, no. Because that'd be a cop-out. You, you got to do it. It's Alien versus Predator. Why? 
Uh, well, one, because of the buddy cop aspect that okay. I was already super stoked about going into it. Um, so it's fun to see her kind of be involved. And two, just I just like that battle more. There was more to it. Yeah. Whereas like the Freddy versus Jason one. I don't know. Freddy like Freddy like does his weird shit. Right. Like I, or he, I don't even know if he did the shadow thing with Jason. There wasn't really it, was, it wasn't really it, it was much weird. to it. Yeah, it was like it was actually a lot of fun. And then like that last battle scene, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like when, when like the really big battle between these two, like they're kind of like back and forth all the the entire movie, and then when it gets to it, the payoff just isn't there. Whereas like when there's finally when when both, not the final battle even, but even like the other battles kind of leading up with Alien versus Predator, those first couple ones are legit because they're like actually like wrestling. Like it, it, it's kind of one of those things where when these sort of things get together, they usually fail miserably. I know a lot of people thought Godzilla versus Kong was a huge failure. They're wrong, dude. The fight like scenes in that were fucking I'll dope, and that's how when I kind of when King fe- Kong punches Godzilla in the face is like one of the best mo- movie moments right. of this year. So yeah. like, fuck all the way off. Exactly, yeah, excellent. Exactly. It was a good time. I enjoyed that. <laughs> so like, you know, kind of seeing like Alien tackle Predator through shit and just like, just all of that, the back and forth that they have, you know, with Alien is kind of mm-hmm. flicking the acid onto him and stuff like that. And I know that isn't the final battle, but it's just like it the fight scenes throughout. I'm sorry. They were just so much well, more well. They were like choreographed. They were like actually choreographed. So that, I'm about those. The payoff at the end too was like so the the queen gets out. Then yeah. The whole thing explodes. They blow the whole thing up. So they kill all the aliens. They think they got it all. They don't. They have the queen still. You know, shout out to aliens. The second one, the queen is still like, where's the queen? And there she is. Um, are able to trap it, sink it into the bottom of the ocean in Antarctica. That thing you mm. also know is not dead because those things can ha- handle like the space, like out, like they're in space. Uh, yeah, wicked cold. Yeah, 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 wicked cold. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that Queen Alien is. What about dead water? There, they have gills. Um, I don't know, but maybe not. I, but I, I, I would, I would honestly, if you're you're talking in the nerd of me, I think that that Queen Alien is just at the bottom of the ocean right now. Um, right now. alive <laughs> right now um and then i mean I now's the time and, for and then goes out, back and ends it in the traditional uh kind of way of the predator culture is like she's rewarded with a token she isn't she's like an honorary hunter with mm-hmm. them so it's a solid ending to the whole thing the only thing is like they leave her there she's like how she get home? Like it's a little like how am of, I getting off? Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Guys, a little I'm like the end of the thing. You're like here. we'll just sit here and we'll just drink until the fires go out. You're like, can I at least go yeah. back to <laughs> yeah. civilization, please? Cool. Yeah, can I just just drop me off anywhere? Like, drop me off where there's a road. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, anywhere yeah. with a road. So that's the only thing is you're a little like, ooh. She didn't seem to mind. Well, the well, I guess. She's a, actually, she's if I do remember, doesn't it doesn't it kind of like pull out and she's headed back to one of the like the 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 driving with the treads probably maybe, maybe she maybe knows go how to get home to the, the ship because that's where the ship was maybe i don't know I, I feel like i feel like we are left i don't really care with her because she is the expert and she clearly can handle herself so i don't but yeah but part of me in the movie making role is like so is she gonna die out there or like what's going on so but yeah i mean it's it's a solid ending to a solid film. I don't think I really. I, I know, like, you came to me and I was like, "Oh man, you're gonna go to me." But I right before this, I was like, "It's Alien versus Predator." I don't like mm-hmm. the fight scene in Freddy versus Jason was more the woman that was doing it than the ending in that movie is not good. Yeah, that's the only thing. I like it a lot. I'm glad I got to see it and got to come back to it a little bit. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, the ending just kind of fell flat for me. But I kind of like when they're in the dream world. 
Mm-hmm. And I like when Jason cuts off both of Freddy's arms and he's like, oh no, what am I going to do? Because yeah. they're in the dream yeah. world and they grow back. Yeah. And like, you know, th- there's, there's some little fun things. Yeah. I like that at the end of all of this, Jason ends up killing Freddy with his own claw. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice uh, little touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But to your guys's point, it's not the most satisfying because mm-hmm. I just isolated a couple little moments that whole battle goes on for like 25 it's minutes. Long. It's, long. it's so long. And there's yeah. really only a couple of things that stand out. as like, Oh, that was cool. I couldn't truly recall like what happened to me. It's just like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, it I'm just like, goes on for a very yeah. long time. And it's not all that rewarding. I don't actually find the alien versus predator one all that much more rewarding either. Mm. But you know what you guys are saying? I do love the Sinaiolathan aspect of it all. I like that she's honored as this like honorary member of the Predator team because of her role in all of this. Yeah, Annihilation killed it. You know, one of the things that I don't like about the Alien versus Predator is I feel like a lot of the fight is hard to track. They're doing a lot of the quick yeah, cutting sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, 2000s thing where they're just constantly like going back and that forth. Was, and I'm like, yeah. uh, well, that was the, you're that distracting was... me. I can't see what's happening and I want to because this is cool. Well, that's, um, that's PTWS or whatever. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> PT, uh, P- PTSD <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> But that's but that's his that's his I mean that's his jam that's what he that's, that's I know his bread and butter it's yeah, just I mean, like, what yeah. I, I don't love it when they do that because then I'm like I, you're this your part of this I want to see yeah it's hard to follow what's happening I can't like get my bearings because you're cutting so quickly so you know I don't find either one that satisfying but I do agree Sanaya Lathan kind of grounding it all and it comes back to her at the end of the day yeah, her so like, grounding yeah. it all you know makes the difference so i'm giving a slight edge to alien versus predator in terms of that final battle well and it goes back to what you're talking about like so there's like they're taking this too seriously they're taking this too seriously and then it goes like an arc like come on guys and then it comes back down to you're the seriousness it pays, pays off. off at the end yeah, yeah. yeah. i think so and and i think again i don't enjoy the ride as much to get there i will say that so much setup yeah, it is a lot of so much and so much seriousness, and then you get there, and then it finally pays off in the end. But that's where I think Freddie and Jason kind of fall. Like you're I'm entertained as fuck, like for the first two acts, and then just like, oh, that's how you. That's how we're gonna do this. Like you're like, oh, all right, cool. And then it's a slog, dude. That third act of that film was a slog. It was. It just wasn't. I, I can't disagree with you. Yeah. It's so like, yeah, well, I think we're all going ten nine Alien versus Predator here. I'm going to go 10-8. Uh, just just because you want to? Well, it's, it's that buddy cop <laughs> thing. That buddy cop all about. This whole thing, 10-8, I got to know what this is. Like, I, I, I think I get it, but like it's almost like... I mean, was I, it a dominant performance or was it just it feels a like, win? It feels like when I go like, I'm, I just went from 6 to midnight, you know? Like, <laughs> like I went to 10-8, like I was well, half erect and I got less erect. Is that... I mean, I just think about my penis. Yeah, you, you're just thinking about erections and tits this entire all the time, time. All the time, bro. Just, just, you know, just so, anyways, do you feel that the AVP was uh, battle was more dominant than 100%. like significantly more yes. dominant? Yeah. All right, so yeah. you're 10 8 too. Yeah, like <laughs> Aliens vs. Predator starts meh, and ends hard. Hard. Jason and uh, uh, erections Freddy, again. It's just erections again. Here we are. <laughs> um, it's just a lot of fun, and then it just becomes kind of a slog to, to end. So. That brings us to the end of our five rounds. We are going to take a quick break to tabulate our scores. Then we will be back with our final arguments, and Bruce Buffer Beam will be back with the verdict. Mm, I love that guy. 
Alright, so after five rounds, we come to the end, and before we bring Bruce Buffer Beam back to give us the verdict of this epic battle between two versus movies. Two versus movies. There's so many verses. A versus versus versus. Triple versus. <laughs> so, Yos, you got 45 seconds on the clock. Give us your final argument for which one of these wins for you. Hold on. I'm going to actually make it 45 seconds. Oh, you actually do? I'm going to do it. I'm going to time you and go. Clearly, Aliens vs. Predator is definitely my winner. Uh, this comes from a long uh, line of fanboy for me and a comic book reading and all that stuff, obviously. But I think overall it ends stronger than it starts. And I think that Freddy versus Jason in this process has got a little love in my heart, for sure. A lot of fun. It was enjoyable times. But at the end of the day, um, I think that the movie is more realistic and enjoyable for me as a person. So That's, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's where I'm you got 18 seconds. You want to like just ramble? <laughs> oh man! I, wow, you I just think, took like yeah, five seconds to just. Beav, you're up. What? What is your final verdict here? I mean, we have two movies here who I, I you know, I don't think they're particularly amazing uh, either of them. So it came down to these really small parts for me. And the biggest thing for me, you know, the acting wasn't good all around. Uh, let's be really honest. Um, some people gave better efforts than others. But what I have to say is when it just comes down to it, the fact that Alexa and Predator just became friends and started to really run shit together, it really just drove it home for me. Plus that battle, that final battle scene really paid off. So I think Beam just wants to be friend with the, friends with the Predator. I want to be friends with the Predator. I, I would He finds love, him adorable. Want, he wants to be... He just wants to go across the universe solving mysteries with predators, I feel like, like a Scooby-Doo wagon or something like that. Well, thanks for taking up my time, but yes, yeah. I would. I think, I think you do. I would. That I sounds think, accurate. I think we'd look similar. I feel like <laughs> I don't disagree. You you get yourself some the mandibles. You just need some mandibles and some dreadlocks. and You're, you're essentially a predator. Yeah, essentially. There we go. All right, Corey. So yeah, up. I mean, for me, it comes down to Freddy versus Jason, and I absolutely agree with you guys that the payoff is better and alien versus predator freddy versus jason what we're here for is that final battle and yes the payoff is better but honestly the ride to get there was not nearly as enjoyable in alien versus predator so i found myself kind of bored as not someone who's like a huge fan of the franchise as someone who's not like a fanboy Mm -hmm. it it felt hard to get there for me i was bored a lot of times i was like dude can we just get to this part and Freddy versus Jason, I was very entertained. And then mm-hmm. the last 15 minutes was a letdown. Mm-hmm. And that's okay for me. Like, at least yeah. the ride to get there was fun. Maybe no the final all. destination wasn't it, but yeah. I liked the journey. And I feel you on that, man. These, these movies are going to bring you down to being a fan. Yeah. And it's totally, like, I can totally see what you're saying. Like, it could be a sl- If you're not an alien or predator or comic book of the alien versus predator fan, yeah, it's gonna be a slog. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a little. What are you doing? Kind of moment. I'm like, oh my god, like a lot of that, and then and then it, it hits. But yeah, and that's not be. to say that I'm not a fan. Like the sure. first Alien movie is the greatest horror movie ever made. One of them. Yeah. Aliens huh. is the greatest action movie ever made, followed closely by Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So like, I love all the original muscle movies. Muscle Mass alone. But yeah, it's always so he's like, I can't have another fucking conversation on Muscle Mass. <laughs> But like I'm not fanboying out in the same yeah, way, yeah, yeah. so like yeah. you know I it, it just wasn't it for me, sure. and that's fine. 
All right. Let's bring back Bruce Buffer being here for our official announcement of the verdict. Ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. Did the judges score the contest 48-46, 48-46, and 47-48 for your winner by split decision and new champion for the best film where characters of two major 80s franchises do battle... Alien versus Predator. I'll take it. Solid decision, everyone. I mean, that's our first split decision. Well, I think it's- I kind of thought it actually might be close after talking with you when you texted me. Do I have to rewatch Alien versus Predator? I was like, well, I can see where this is going. I mean, honestly. I'm not saying I like either of these movies. I'm not gonna. Ret- <laughs> I'm not gonna return. Don't say that like this is something I'm gonna do all the time. I'm not gonna return to either of these movies. Like yeah. if I'm gonna watch any of them, I'm gonna watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street or the original, sure, sure, sure. or well, the second Friday the Thirteenth, mm. where Jason is actually involved, or mm. the original Alien, or yeah. like, uh, like that's what I'm gonna Predator. watch if I'm gonna watch like again. The Glover Predator Two. This was just me that being completist, and I needed to finish these franchises out. And I was like, theme. You know what we should do? We should do Jason versus Freddy, or Freddy versus Jason and Alien versus Freddy. And he was like, I yes, just, I am down. Can, I need some silliness in my life. Can we all just agree, though, was. really quickly that Adrian Brody should not be in a Predators movie as the, the, the Schwarzenegger stand-in to kill the alien? Like, 100% agree. Yeah, I, I like that movie. You. It's a great movie. You know, except but, for Adrian Brody. Why is Adrian Brody? Like, <laughs> Adrian Brody's a great uh, actor. You know who they like, should have cast? Why the actual fuck is happening? Should have been Mark Wahlberg. And you know what? The, no. The, the fuck out of here. The Predator no. movie? <laughs> has a lot of great pieces the new one like, the new one, yeah, new, new one. Yeah, the yeah, Shane yeah, Black yeah. written one yeah, yeah 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 but like they just didn't go far enough no. I, I I saw this one thing and it was like they call it The Predator and it was like it should have just been Meh Predator directed by Shane Beige and I was like yeah that's the greatest review I've ever seen of meh this movie Predator. because this because this shit is yeah. just so meh yeah it was, it was and like I love Shane Black but see and I like the uh, I like I still like the film that Adrian Brody and Adrian Brody did a great job. I think he, he acted the shit out of it, but I just didn't believe that he would be no, able to take it on. He's not, but that was great. They dropped him on a, a hunting planet. Yeah. And they hunt like that was solid. I like that. That was fucking The premise was solid. cool. The execution yeah. less so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, like Adrian Brody is not Arnold Schwarzenegger slash Carl Weathers. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck are you, what are we doing with muscle this mass alone? <laughs> All right, so we need to get out of here. It's been long enough. John, it was an absolute pleasure having you on, buddy. Do you have anything you want to plug real quick? I just, the APB is uh, working hard on on trying to come up with some of the, the next works we're going to do and uh, try to shift gears a little bit and, and try to get into genre stuff because at the end of the day, we're all just genre fans like this kind of stuff. So we should start making the stuff we really like to do. So. Is there something in production yeah, that I you mean, can uh, even talk about? I can't talk about it right this second, but yes, there are three films in full production and two in development, hopefully in production next year. Nice. Well, best of luck with all that, dude. We will be following along. We're sure you'll be back with us at some point. And seems like, you know, you can, you can plug those films properly once, once you can talk about them. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, I think it was, it was nice to do this. I'm glad you had two weeks off. Thanks thanks for giving me two weeks off. Boss. (laughs) Boss. Yeah, yeah. Like I like I had any control over that. It's like, yeah, I'm going I'm going to vacation for two weeks. I'm like, cool, we're not doing this. Uh after vacation I come back like well rested, horny, and like thinner. I think you're always horny. Just judging by this podcast. Because I'm just like like uh stressed or anything like that. I think stress puts on pounds. 
Mm-hmm. I always come like, yeah, I, I'm definitely drinking twice as much when I come back thinner and hornier. So. We need yeah. to stop talking about John's sex life. I kind of want a permanent <laughs> moratorium on this. A permanent moratorium. So, yeah, if you're ever on again, like even in a hosting uh, round, <laughs> talk no about more. my penis all the time. Yeah. We need to mute John's mic more often. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can follow us on Instagram at Back Porch Media, on Twitter at Pat Porchback Media. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that shit. Rate and review us. John, have you rated us? Have you reviewed us? Have you reviewed us? I can review you guys. I haven't. Should Fucking I do? do it. God I'll, damn I'll it. Do, I'll do it. <laughs> if you I mean, could, do, that'd be I really nice. I your faces all the time. Should and I, everybody else I'll do it. I'll do it. out there, I'll do, do what John's about to do and I'll rate do and review us. Yeah, if you've asked yourself, like, wait, should I review? Yeah, do it. Yeah, do, do it. it. it Just do it. Yeah, you're, it really does. It, it'd be nice. Even if it's like the trash us. Actually, yeah, don't trash like, us. Don't do that. Unless you think we're awful. Don't do that. And also, too, I think the other thing that we need to make mention, because some people will come up to me and they'll be like, well, this is what I think about what you did on that episode and what you said and your opinions. If you got a rebuttal, like, we will have you on. Yeah. Come on the podcast. Like, Tell us what you think. Like, step up to your fucking opinion. And, and I'm glad you're saying it to our face instead of just, like, flooding our social media. But also flood our social media. It makes us seem Do relevant. Do both. Do both, like, at the same time. Yeah. We, we love to look relevant. Makes us seem relevant. All right. We're out of here. Yost, it was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks dude. so much, guys. Yep. We'll Bye, see you all. Bye, everybody.